is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Brand and Scott. Well, hello everybody and happy Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving, official heart of the uh, start of the Christmas season, whatever you want to call it. We're here. I'm Brandon. I'm here with my good friend, Scott. Scott, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Black Friday to you, Brand. Did you go out to the stores this morning? Of course. I got trampled. No, of course I did it. <laughs> I try not to leave my house ever. I'm not going to stand in line for a 39-inch TV. No, I'm not at all. Uh, what I would stand in line for is any chance to talk to one of my favorite people in the entire world. Someone that up until I met him, I had never found somebody that like rivaled my love of Christmas. And Mm -hmm. it's just good to be in good company. Please welcome my good friend, Alonzo Duralde. Hello, Alonzo. Welcome. This is so great. Our first like special, like Shannon obviously Mm -hmm. is like a co-host at this point, Uh, special guest Alonzo. Alonzo, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. So thrilled to have finally scored an invitation (laughs) to the North Pole. What do you think? Is it what you thought it would be? You know, um, I I was expecting a little more like the Willy Wonka factory, and it's more like a... Like when you see those sort of industrial parks, it's a little bit like that, but still festive, though. I would say it is one of those like I shouldn't have known how the sausage was made. It is not quite as <laughs> magical as you would think, but it is somehow also equally as magical because of that. It's it's a weird it is a weird thing. It is surprisingly reminiscent of a former Eastern Bloc communist <laughs> country. But OK, <laughs> but smelling like cocoa, though. So that's what makes it the difference. It's nice. They pump it through the, the speakers somehow. I don't know how it all works out, but that's Christmas magic for you. Uh, Alonzo, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was uh, it was an interesting one this year. Uh, my, my husband, Dave, had surgery this past Monday uh, for the first of his two hip replacements. So we decided well in advance that uh, our Thanksgiving plan was going to involve uh, Chinese food. And um, you know what? It turns out that's a, a, a great way to spend the holiday if you aren't going to be spending all day in the kitchen. This smells like a new tradition. You know, it's it's a fallback. It's a possibility. Like just, you know, it's a plan B for when you need a plan B. Yeah, I like that. I have a follow up question. Yes. <laughs> Two hip replacements. Was it the same side or did, did they just do one left and one right? No, one of each, but okay. you can't do them both at the same mm-hmm. time. So this is the first in a series. The next one will be happening probably early next year. Wow. So does he walk in circles? <laughs> like I don't understand how it works. <laughs> Uh, you know what? It, it's it, uh, I'm I'm witnessing it as we speak. It's just you know he, he, the the first one gets integrated and then the new one comes in and then he will be part robot and it's going to be very exciting. It's very you're, you're just going to uh, no sneaking up anymore. Um, Alonzo, for people that don't know you, uh, yes. you are a such a fan of Christmas so much so that you've written multiple books on it. Uh, so tell everybody maybe uh, you know a, a lot of people listening like the homework they know you, but some people don't and they might not know who you are. So introduce yourself before we dive into our regularly scheduled program. 
Sure. Well, hi, everybody. I'm a film critic and podcaster, and uh, I wrote a book called Have Yourself a Movie Little Christmas, which is a guide to uh, holiday movies. And I also co-wrote with uh, Bran and his pals at Deck the Hallmark, uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas Movies, uh, which is a collection of reviews of Hallmark movies from Deck the Hallmark, as well as a uh, history of Hallmark and Christmas and television and recipes for throwing your own, you know, Christmas, Hallmark Christmas viewing party and all kinds of other fun stuff. And um, uh, among my many podcasts, I do a show called uh, Maximum Film. And uh, during the season, every week, I do what they call the Christmas Movie Minute, where I have a minute to jam through every hmm. Christmas movie I have watched in the last week. And uh, the further into the season it gets, the harder it is to cram it all into 60 seconds. So uh, people like to tune in for that. I love that. Uh, and you can, of course, hear Alonzo every week on Deck the Hallmark. Yes, we are, it is true. Uh, he's joining us every Monday to help review a non-Hallmark or Lifetime Christmas movie. So we've got the Netflix, Roku, all sorts of different networks that we're checking out. So please uh, join us over there on Deck the Hallmark if you uh, are liking what you're hearing. Who wouldn't? Listen to that tone. <laughs> Listen to that tone. <laughs> Mm -hmm. This is not the first time Alonzo has appeared on Christmas That's morning, true. though. True. When we did the live episode at Bramblefest, I said, Alonzo, please come on with us. And unfortunately, he was mostly just eye candy. Uh, we didn't have a <laughs> lot for him. So I was thrilled with the idea of having him back to actually pull his own weight around here. Look, I can't compete with Bubble Lights <laughs> and tough. Kazoo. That was so I, I understood that I was going to get shoved in the background on that one. But I'm thrilled, thrilled to be here. Yeah, that was something. Bran, I keep threatening oh, wow. uh, Alonzo that I want to write a book with him someday. I am keep I like pitching it. the idea of I'll be home for Christmas music. So someday I would really like to do that. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's not like the guy is not busy, though. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He has another book coming out next year. It's, it's not true. Christmas related, but it is also exciting. Yes. Are you allowed to talk about it? What, which one is Is that the Queer Film Guide? Uh, sure. Yeah, it's coming in May. It's called Hollywood Pride. It's for Turner Classic Movies and Running Press, and it is a history of... LGBTQ plus Hollywood, both the movies and the people who made them. Fantastic. Please tell me that calling it a queer guide uh, is not offensive. Not at all. Okay, good. good. <laughs> all right. Fantastic. Well, I'm very excited about that and excited to get to the mailbag. What do we got today, Scotty? I don't know. Let me open it up and find out. Letters. We get letters. We get stacks and stacks of letters. I have an email from Mark Rowley. Ooh. He says, I'm from the UK. Well, hello there. Merry Christmas. Sorry. Sorry. My oh, bad. It's, that's my fault. We got a lot to do today. That's my fault. He said, Staffordshire in England to be exact. Mark, do you know listener Mia Daly? She's our professional soccer player Christmas that's boarding right. person. You should really go look her up. Uh, he says, I want to send you a heartfelt thank you for your festive podcasts. They're so brilliantly entertaining Brilliant. and just help push my Christmas mood up a tad bit more. My decorations went up on September 6th, as they do oh, every year. So I hope that qualifies me as a Christmas fanatic and someone who recognizes a quality Christmas podcast. Keep up the excellent work, season's greetings, and much thanks. Alonzo, as a Christmas expert, do you say that Mark qualifies as a Christmas fanatic? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'd say he has carved that niche out for himself september 6th that's that's impressive i want to know the backstory he says he does it every year so i wonder i wonder how that came to be alonzo have you ever been across the the pond during the holiday season yeah i never have and and you know we'll be getting to it later but there, there is the the movies have made me want to go to london yeah. at christmas time no question it seems magical 
I want to go. Uh, Jack Ford from the Total Christmas Podcast said, hey, if you want to stay with us. And I was like, oh, my, don't, don't tempt me with a good, what, what, I, what's the thing that you flub all the time? Mm-hmm. Don't tease me is what, uh, what tease uh, me. Okay, uh, a brand like that with okay, a good time. Yeah. Mm, let's not call it a flub. It's its own thing. <laughs> Well, it's become TM. okay. It's become a thing. It was uh, originally incorrect, but now it's wildly That's right. correct. That's exactly yes. right. Uh, no new reviews today, but I do have a fun Black Friday fact for you. The day was dubbed Black Friday back in the 1960s when account books were still kept using pen and ink. Man, what a time! And the day's sales helped move stores out of the red, the losses, and into the black, the profits. So there you go. A little fun uh, fact for you, and also um, uh, it's nice that they had different color ink you know it's just always good well they still do that in excel i mean it's conditional formatting okay okay that's conditional <laughs> i think it really turned into a black friday when people started dying and getting trampled unfortunately so let's hope that did not happen this year yeah, Ouch. yeah. <laughs> absolutely uh you got a joke for us i do Alonzo, you have not been here in person for one of these uh, perfect Christmas jokes, so I hope you're... Uh, you know, I'll tell you, you've had some winners uh, uh, recently. I, I have to give you props for that. Thank you. The 500-plus Christmas Crackers book is pulling its weight. I am going to step away from the microphone and let Alonzo be the judge of this joke. Oh, okay, very good. Mm. Alonzo, what happened when the snowman got angry? Uh, he, he blew his carrot off? I don't know. No, he had a meltdown. Waka, waka. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. Um, we're gonna do the countdown, Alonzo. Would you would you do us the honor of of doing the countdown? <gasps> oh my gosh! I, for my first appearance, this is thrilling. I I know, I know. I, I but I there, I trust you. Oh, I trust okay. you. The stakes are high. Don't blow it. Here we go. Thirty-one days until Christmas! Yeah! I gotta say, it's pretty exciting being on the other side of that. That was that was very nice. Yeah, it's nice to see somebody else getting upstaged around here. Thirty-one tomorrow's thirty. By the time we come back on Monday, we'll be in our twenties. Under that, a month. Under a month. Unbelievable. I can't, I really, I can't believe it. Alonzo, do you have the it's going by too fast feeling? You know, it's it's back and forth because, you know, what I love about Christmas is the anticipation of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And now that I've kind of turned the entire year into the anticipation of Christmas, much as though y'all have. So now the entire season is both like, it's happening and it already happened. I don't know. It's it, you don't want to be inside my head with this, but it's it's all good. It's also very difficult, like they say, when you make your hobby your profession. For sure. It does change it a little bit. I wouldn't say that it's spoiled it. That's not fair at all, because I still look forward to Christmas all year. I still listen to Christmas music most of the year. Yeah, yeah. But it is getting very real. And under mm-hmm. 30 days is going to sure be is. really, really something. I haven't started shopping. I haven't really done anything except for decorating. Hopefully, today, I will go home and put the lights up on the outside of the house. I didn't hire a sketchy individual to climb onto my roof like some people who host this show. Hey, he did a great job, okay? He did a great <laughs> job. Um, Alonzo. Yes, sir. We, we've heard from Dave and how much he loves the stockings and that you guys mm. both spend so much time throughout the year thinking about uh, crafting the perfect stocking. Do you have everything prepared for Dave's stocking this year? Uh, I'm close, but, you know, I always, 
I leave myself a little room to do. He's he's in the room, so I'm not going to get specific about this. But I was able to have a little room to do some last minute shopping for some cool little items that will go in there. So I've got the bulk of it taken care of, but there's always room for uh, a little, you know, spontaneous addition. I like that. By the way, speaking of decorations, uh, if people want to see what Dave and I have been doing in our apartment yes. uh, on Instagram, we have an account called DXAX Tree. Dave collab, oh. Alonzo collab, tree, and you, it, everything. It's the tree. It's the stuff on the shelves. It's the plastic Santas. Uh, so uh, I do recommend your your listeners go check that out. It's a uh, it's it's a big blast of Christmas. Who is the primary poster on that one? Is it Dave? And Dave is doing most of the posting. There, he yes. started early this year. <laughs> well, but again, it's the surgery sort of threw all mm-hmm. of our calendar out of whack. So he oh, wanted to get okay. as much done before he was, you know, taken off the board as possible. So, uh, yeah, we started a little earlier this year. But, you know, you reap the benefit. I love that account. account. It is a wonderful follow. Oh, thank you. It's full of mid-century stuff, too. Is is that a fair way to label it? That's, yeah, that's our, you know, we're not like collectors with a capital C or anything, but if you wanted to sort of pick out what the thrust of our uh, amalgamated Christmas decorations are, mid-century is definitely a thing we, we like. So fun. I'm not familiar with a lot of it. So to me, you know, even if it's a rerun, it's new to me. I love it. You've been putting up the aluminum Mm -hmm. Christmas tree, and that was wild to watch that thing go up over the days. (laughs) Well, we have a six-footer and a three-footer. Okay, I think I've been watching the three-footer one go up. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. There's whole things about like how you have to put up the balls on the branch before you put it on the pole or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's all very complicated. Yeah, that's that's the six footer, which mm. is which stands on the ground. The three footer is a tabletop. OK, well, I enjoy them both. It's, it's got Thank an old you. Charlie Brown feel to it. It takes an, an advanced degree to put a put up yeah. a, a tree like that. <laughs> that's some serious. That's some serious stuff. Uh, let's get to the news. All right. Today is November 24th. Here's the news. Give me pie. All right. Um, (laughs) Alonzo's here, so of course I'm going to throw it to Alonzo for some news. Alonzo, what do you got for us? Well, you know, what's really great about it being 2023 and all is that two beloved holiday classic films are turning 20. And they are both celebrating it in different ways. First of all, there's Elf. Uh, I, which I can't believe it's been 20 years. That's crazy. I know. It, it, it's one of those. I'm sure that's such a significant portion of Brand's life. I'm sure it's right. making you feel extra old. But for all of us, I think it's like, really? 20 years? What? Yeah. I wasn't really that into it when it first came out. It, it took uh-huh. me a few years to warm up. But now Fair enough. I love it. Well, I'll tell you, the folks at Warner Brothers Discovery are not sleeping on this. They really want you to know that Elf is turning 20. And so they have kicked out the jams already this month. Um, they lit up the Empire State Building in green and yellow um, to celebrate oh. the event. Um, then, you know, then beyond that, like uh, the, the movie itself, of course, has popped up in theaters. It's going to be on TBS and TNT. You can stream it on Max. Uh, they put out a 4K last year. The Food Network mm. uh, had a an elf-themed episode of Christmas Cookie Challenge. Brock's Candy is doing like candy canes and gumdrops uh mrs butterworth put out a sugar cookie pancake mix kit um goldfish is doing maple syrup flavored grams i know y'all love the the i know y'all love a flavored goldfish 
Pottery Barn's doing a line and, and Goose Creek. I mean, like if you want, you know, anything from a charcuterie board to like pillows and blankets. Um, of course, there's mm. Funkos. I know y'all are y'all talk about that. There's a Bugs Bunny dressed as Buddy Funko coming out. Oh, I <laughs> would buy very, that one. That is layered. Yeah. Uh, Running Press, the pub who published uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas Movies, is putting out uh, a, a little talking narwhal mini and a storybook. Uh, oh it just the, the, there's a Christopher Radko uh, tree topper ornament. The list goes on and on and on. Like you're you're oh my gosh, sassy woof has an elf collection for dogs. Like it's 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 all there. There's there's a Crocs. Have you seen the Crocs? I have seen the Crocs. Yes. Yeah. So basically, I've seen the Crocs. <laughs> I'm not allowed to wear Crocs out of the house, but I'm allowed to wear them in the house, and I like those. I, we we all have those things that can't go out out of doors but we we, <laughs> we enjoy them anyway uh so yeah so so believe me they are they're just they're going buck wild with the elf 20th anniversary also celebrating no two kidding. decades this year is love actually which is oh wow they came out the same year yeah go figure like within a wow. couple of weeks of each other it's nuts uh okay. we didn't know how good we had 2003 it. Um, it was a good year so yeah and I, now have y'all have y'all ever listened to the australian christmas podcast christmas potting yeah. Yes, of course. They love Love Actually. <sighs> Liam and Ness cannot get enough Love Actually in their lives. They talk about it all the time, and they talk about it in those adorable Australian accents. So anyway, I love that show. Uh, so Love Actually is getting a 4K restoration that is coming out on home video. Came out this week in the U.S. and is coming out in other parts of the world in early December. And on December 8th, it's going to be back in U.S. theaters for a week. There you go. How about that? I mm. love that. Uh, Alonzo, was Love actually um, a hit here in America immediately, or did it take a little time to, to catch on? Uh, both, actually. I think it, it did really well in its first go around and, and, and was a moneymaker, but has gone on to, in the way that Christmas movies do, people revisit it every year and it just becomes part of a staple of the season. I'd say it's probably one of the most divisive Christmas films of late. There are people. It's not. It's not for me. It's not. I don't really love it, but I know a lot of people do. There are movies where, like, if you love it, I know why, and if you hate it, I know why, and I know why people do both on this one. You know, there, the argument is that this is a movie about uh, guys falling in love with their employees. Uh, <laughs> there's a, several storylines um, take us down that road. Uh, the film critic Lindy West wrote a legendary takedown of this movie whose title is so obscene I cannot say it on this program. Wow. <laughs> I'll just say oh, no. noun actually um, and uh, <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, but at the, but at the same time, like it, it is so beloved that it is getting it's going to be back in theaters for a week, which we don't often get with with even go. with the, the even Elf, like, you know, is not yeah. coming back. I mean, you're probably going to do some one nighters here and there. But it's not getting yeah. the, the the same kind of push. So yeah, there there are definitely fans. Hmm. I'm not a big fan either, Bran. But my wife is. Yeah. Now, what dates is coming back to the theaters? Does it say it is? It's on December eighth. And in fact, if you go to Fandango and other like ticket uh, websites now, they're already selling tickets. There for you it. go. Ooh. Uh, so you can you can make that happen. And we were talking earlier about you know Christmas across the pond. I think. For me, one of the things that does work about Love Actually is that it gives you the bauble mm. of London at Christmas mm -hmm. time and really sells you the idea of the British Christmas, which I love. I love British Christmas movies. I love watching the the commercials yeah. for like British department stores and grocery stores that hit this time of year. They really do it up 
they they make Christmas into this shiny, sparkly, delicious thing um, that that I, I think you know Americans would do well in trying to copy. What's the uh, chain that always has the the big Christmas advertisement that everybody waits for? It's not Marks and Spencer. It's uh, the jo- the John Lewis ad is usually yeah, which. That's the one. Yeah, this, they're usually tear jerkers. This year's? And this year's is weird. It's this year's they did a weird. they did a one eighty. It is not a tear jerker. It's, oh. it's no, but it's still cool though. And again, I think I think they knew what people were expecting, and they were like they zagged instead of zigged, and and I mm, appreciate that. Yeah, but they had that one with Elton John's piano that one year. I think. Well, the for me, the one that always makes me cry is the uh, the animated one with the bunny who gives the the alarm clock to the bear who hibernates so that he can experience Christmas for once. Oh. And, they're oh, pl- I don't and, remember and that. they play somewhere only we know, which like, that's barely fair. Oh, forget about <laughs> it. Forget about it. Oh, this is like so when Apple used to do the tear jerkers and then they stopped doing it. I'm still disappointed. Well, I miss those. I, I love, I, I'm not one that has a good cry, but <laughs> there's something about a Christmas advertisement. I, I bet different. John Lewis goes back to the Kleenex next year, but I, I, I admire okay. the fact that they, like they, 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 we thought we knew what we were getting, and they gave us something else entirely. It's getting the buzz, and that's I'm sure they're pleased with that. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with the TV listings and the instrumental Friday battle for you here on Christmas morning. Uh, lots of listings today. I'm not even going to do the whole thing where I talk about it. Let's just to CV Scotty give it to me. Just uh, just rip it off like a band aid. Okay, Brian, here we go. Here are your Christmas TV listings for the next three days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. There's an Elf Marathon starting at 3.30 p.m. on TNT. I am not going to read every one of those. 9 a.m. on A&E, Christmas Wars, Claws and Effect. 9 a.m. on Food TV, Holiday Baking Championship, Gingerbread Showdown, I'm Dreaming of a Bright Christmas. 9 a.m. on FX, The Preacher's Wife. 9.30 a.m. on A&E, Christmas Wars, Dear Santa. 9.35 a.m. on TV Land, MASH, Dear Sis. 10 a.m. on Food TV, Christmas Cookie Challenge, Teams of Champions. 10 a.m. on Hallmark Movies, Mystery on Mistletoe Lane. 10.30 a.m. on TBS, Fred Claus. 10.45 a.m. on TV Land, MASH, Death Takes a Holiday, 11.20 a.m. on TV Land, MASH, Twas the Day After Christmas. 11.30 a.m. on FX, The Family Stone. 11.30 a.m. on TNT, The Polar Express. 11.55 a.m. on TV Land, The Andy Griffith Show, The Christmas Story from 1960. 12.57 p.m. on TBS, Four Christmases. 1 p.m. on Animal Planet, Tanked, A Merry Fishy Christmas. 1.30 p.m. on TNT, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 2 p.m. on FX, Last Christmas. 2.30 p.m. on BET, Living Single, Living Kringle. 2.30 p.m. on Bravo, How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 1966. 2.42 p.m. on TBS, The Polar Express. 3 p.m. on Bravo, A Bad Mom's Christmas. 4.42 p.m. on TBS, The Year Without a Santa Claus. 5.28 p.m. on Bravo, A Bad Mom's Christmas. 6 p.m. on BET, The Best Man Holiday. 6 p.m. on FX, The Santa Claus. 6 p.m. on Hallmark, Letters to Santa. 6.20 p.m. on Freeform, Disney's A Christmas Carol. 6.30 p.m. on TV Land, The King of Queens, Noel Cowards. 7 p.m. on Up, Christmas Time Capsule. 7.30 p.m. on Logo, Mama's Family, Mama Gets Goosed. 8 p.m. on Bravo, How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 1966. 6, 8 p.m. on The CW, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. 8 p.m. on FX, The Santa Claus 2. 8 p.m. on Hallmark, Holiday Road. 8 p.m. on TV Land, The King of Queens, Net Profits. 
8 p.m. on USA, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. 8.25 p.m. on Freeform, Dr. Seuss is How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 2000. 8.30 p.m. on Bravo, It's a Wonderful Life. 9 p.m. on TV Land, The King of Queens, Better Camera. 9 p.m. on Up, We're Scrooged. 10 p.m. on FX, The Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. 10.01 p.m. on Hallmark, A Merry Scottish Christmas. 11.30 p.m. on MTV2, The Deuce, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Twas the Night Before Christening. And finally, 11.34 p.m. on Bravo, It's a Wonderful Life. Saturday, The Elf Marathon continues on TBS until 8 p.m. tonight. 12.01 a.m. on Hallmark, Flipping for Christmas. 1 a.m. on Hallmark Drama, The Waltons, The Spirit. 1.25 a.m. on TV Land, The King of Queens, Santa, Claustrophobia. 2.01 a.m. on Hallmark, The Santa Summit. 3.45 a.m. on TV Land, The New Adventures of Old Christine, It's Beginning to Stink a Lot Like Christmas. 4.30 a.m. on ABC, The Santa Clauses, Chapter 1, Good to Ho. Oh, come on. 4.30 a.m. on Cozy, Give Me a Break, Christmas in New York. 7 a.m. on BET, Family Matters, Have Yourself a Very Winslow Christmas. 7 a.m. on FX, The Family Stone. 8 a.m. on Hallmark, Christmas by Design. 12 p.m. on E, Modern Family, White Christmas. 2 p.m. on FX, The Santa Claus. 2 p.m. on Hallmark, Letters to Santa. 4 p.m. on FX, The Santa Claus 2. 4 p.m. on Hallmark Movies, A World Record Christmas. 5.50 p.m. on Freeform, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 2000. 6 p.m. on Food TV, Holiday Baking Championship, Thanksgiving It My All. 6 p.m. on FX, The Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. 6 p.m. on Hallmark, Christmas in Notting Hill. 6 p.m. on Lifetime, Planes, Trains, and Christmas Trees. 7 p.m. on Food TV, Holiday Baking Championship, Trendsetting Turkey Day. 7 p.m. on Up, Country Hearts Christmas. 8 p.m. on Food TV, Holiday Baking Championship getting gifty with it. 8 p.m. on FX, The Grinch from 2018. 8 p.m. on Hallmark, Haul Out the Holly, Lit Up. That's the premiere. And catch me this week on Deck the Hallmark to hear the review of it. 8 p.m. on Lifetime, Christmas at the Chalet. 8 p.m. on TBS, 8-Bit Christmas. 9 p.m. on Food TV, Holiday Baking Championship, North Pole Vaulting. 10 p.m. on FX, The Grinch from 2018. 10 p.m. on Hallmark Movies, A Season for Family. 10 p.m. on TNT, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And 10.01 p.m. on Hallmark, Catch Me If You Claws. 12.01 a.m. on Lifetime, Christmas at the Chalet. 8 a.m. on Hallmark, Mystic Christmas. 10 a.m. on Hallmark, Never Been Christ. 10.45 a.m. on AMC, The Holiday. 12 p.m. on Hallmark, Holiday Hotline. 2 p.m. on Lifetime, Christmas Plus One. 3 p.m. on Up, Christmas Time Capsule. 4 p.m. on Hallmark, A Heidelberg Holiday. 5.10 p.m. on Freeform, The Santa Claus. 6 p.m. on Hallmark, Our Christmas Mural. 6 p.m. on Hallmark Movies, A Season for Family. 7 p.m. on Up, Mistletoe Connection. 7.20 p.m. on Freeform, The Santa Claus 2. 7.30 p.m. on Bounce, Tyler Perry's A Medea Christmas. 8 p.m. on ABC, The Wonderful World of Disney, Magical Holiday Celebration. 8 p.m. on AMC, Christmas with the Cranks. 8 p.m. on Hallmark, A Biltmore Christmas. 8 p.m. on Lifetime, Laughing All the Way. 9.50 p.m. on Freeform, The Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. Ugh. 10 p.m. on ABC, The Great Christmas Light Fight, All Stars 2. 10.01 p.m. on Hallmark, Haul Out the Holly, Lit Up. And 10 p.m. on Up, Mistletoe Connection. And those are your Christmas specials for the next three days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. That was a lot. That was a lot of TV listings, but uh, I'm excited. So much to watch this weekend. You know what? You guys use the phrase ASMR every so often on this show. I could listen to TV Scotty, read the titles of things. Just, you know, it it takes me to a a calm space. Unless, of course, TV Scotty (laughs) doesn't know about an old TV show that he should know about. But that's, you know, we're going to let that go. 
Uh, today's Friday, which means Instrumental Friday. Alonzo, you didn't bring a song. You brought a whole album. Is, is there an instrumental <laughs> album that you would recommend for somebody that wants to listen to the instrumental Christmas music? I would. It is from an artist who I'm a huge fan of. Um, he And, you know, he was popular in this country and then kind of went away, but then was revived in... Uh, you may be too young to remember this. In the 90s, there was a thing called the Lounge Music Revival, where they really embraced the sort of very specifically 1950s music. It was designed for the sort of first wave of like stereo hi-fis. And it was very, it was very of its moment. It was very cool kind of like music for when people smoked. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> So the good old days. There, was a okay. there was a Mexican band leader who uh, recorded under the name Esquivel, okay. and he was sort of the king of this, what they called space age bachelor pad music. This was like, <sighs> this is the move, the album that you put on your hi-fi and you pour a couple of highballs for your date and you know, let's see how things go. Precursor to Netflix and chill. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think okay. that's, that's fair to say, but his movie, his music is very like groovy in a fifties way. Like he'll play around with little sound effectsy things, but like, it's very cool and very beautifully orchestrated and, and put together. Anyway, he did a, a Christmas album back in the day, back in 1959, that was called the merriest of Christmas pops. And then it was reissued in the nineties under the title, Merry Christmas from the Space Age Bachelor Pad. And it wow. is just, you will you put it on and you'll feel very cocktail lounge. It is, it is so cool. It is my favorite of the instrumental albums. There are a lot of great ones. You know, the Boston Pops, obviously, or they know what they're doing. Uh, but yeah, Esquivel's Merry Christmas from the Space Age Bachelor Pad, I think people really enjoy. You're giving me uh, echoes of like a Getz Gilberto girl from Ipanema. Oh, sure. Like that was all happening yeah, yeah. in the 1959 was an incredible year, especially in the jazz scene. That's my favorite era. Oh, then in you, there, you so. know, Scotty. Yeah. Put on a smoking jacket. And well, I haven't heard of this, but I'm really excited for it because I don't typically listen to vocal Christmas music when I'm alone. I don't mind it if it's on the TV, the music choice or it's on the Sirius XM, but I don't typically sit down and listen to vocal Christmas music. That is not the ah. case with instrumental i will play that stuff all year and i absolutely love it and the way that you just described that sounds like it's very different than just firing up Mannheim steamroller <laughs> or something like that for sure i can't wait uh, for you to to dig in okay. i think you're gonna love it. i'm excited that sounds wonderful now that's not on Bandcamp, no but that's no. okay we make a special exception for people who want to overachieve and bring an entire album with them <laughs> that's exactly right that's exactly right now we do have a, a standard instrumental battle uh scotty and i both scoured Bandcamp for two instrumental tracks up first is hark the herald angels sing by dane walker
brand. I like that. You know how much I like brass Christmas instrumental. Uh, listen, I there's not enough uh, handbell brass combos out there, and so when Dane Walker did it, I had to bring it. There's uh, my hands were tied there. And, oh, I didn't bring it. No, someone else yeah. brought it. It could have been anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been your anybody. I, I uh, can't get enough of handbells at Christmas time. Like if I'm out shopping and a handbell choir shows up, I stop <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> Take it all in. Alonzo and I were at Christmas Con Kansas <laughs> City in June. Handbells started playing, and he sprinted across the <laughs> the exhibit hall. He's like, "Get out of my way, everybody!" There's a handbell happening. Hand <laughs> and look, it, it, Christmas Con, all rules are off. It hits different. Up next is "Joy to the World" by Tom Shinnis. Love a finger picked guitar brand. I like that. It was a very like staccato version. Even the strums were like quick. And so I like that. I had a nice little tune to it. Do they do Christmas Ren Fairs? Because that seems like the kind of thing you would hear at one, maybe. Oh. I don't know what a Ren Fair is. Renaissance, Renaissance Fair. Fair. Ah, yes. I've never heard of one. I tend to stay away from the Renaissance Fairs because the turkey leg grosses me out. Yeah, it's not really my jam either. But I think if you could marry it with Christmas, might be onto something there uh well Alonzo, thank you so much for joining us oh it's been a delight i i you know i enjoy the show so much especially now that it's daily it's just a nice little little daily dose of you cats but all year round it's a lot of fun i'm so thrilled to have to, to be here thanks for having me on i really appreciate it will you come back is the question uh when invited yes okay yes well, we did tease the idea of maybe doing Christmas evening episodes and reviewing some classic movies that we never get to. Ooh. So we we might have to have the two world's premiere movie critics on. Just know, though, uh, Alonzo, when we say classic, we mean something different. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not like when you and Bran like, did it and you were trying to get him to watch Shop Around the Corner or that, the film with the subtitles. Oh, my gosh. That episode <laughs> still burned in my head. That's That went over like a fart in church. <laughs> Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Get your shopping done. And then join us again on Monday for another week of daily Christmas morning episodes. Until then, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.